This is live from the convent and today I'm going to be interviewing a fringe or bangs as they like to call it in the US. And it seems that the fringe or bangs can make or break a TV series or a film. And I'm here with Fantasia Fontanella who came from the back of a horse fashioned from the horse's tail. You're very welcome. And may I say, you are ruling the scene at the moment. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> I suppose you could say fringes are the industry <laughs> currently. It's not even an exaggeration. And I understand now that investors and producers are laying down the law and insisting that there is a fringe involved now with almost every production. This is to ensure success and to ensure that the money is made back. Well, essentially, banks and fringes are the industry. And every country has a go-to one. And I just happen to be the go-to one for Ireland. Now, I have to show up on time. I rarely get a day off, but it seems that when I'm on board, no matter whether I'm red or brown or blonde or, you know, it just takes off. It works. And that's what I'm here for. And I work damn hard at what I do. What do you think it is about a fringe? Or bangs. Why is it that a film or a TV series will take off in, in a major way when a fringe is involved? That is a really good question. But there's no way to know. I mean, perhaps a spell was put on bangs or a fringe by the fairies or the pixies, but... I guess we'll never know. All we know is that it works. I mean, from Cleopatra to Breakfast at Tiffany's to New Girl, you look at any of these figures, any of these amazing successes, and it is down to the fringe or to the bangs. I mean, you could pass a picture on a street and you'd say, what is that? Pick it up. Doesn't it make the place look awfully dirty? And then you see a picture on a wall in a gallery and it's in a frame. And that's literally the only difference between the picture on the street and the picture that's framed in the gallery. Put it this way, a fringe like a frame it makes you lean in closer as the audience. You want to know what they're going to say. It just makes things intriguing. Fantasia, do you think that there's a risk that the fringe might disguise scenes which are incredibly sexual or violent, that it might confuse the audience 
because of the fringe making the actor look very wholesome and very respectable um, and it being so stylish and elegant looking that it might lead people astray or lead people to think it's okay to use guns. It's okay to use bazookas. It's okay to use bombs. It's okay to have wild sex anywhere and everywhere. Do you think that might become an issue? There's always a risk of something like this happening when something is widely accepted. But we as the fringes, we have a license and there are terms and conditions associated with these licenses. So film directors, they have to know those terms and conditions inside and out. And we also have signs up during filming to remind people that, you know, really not to get carried away and to remember that the fringe is only that, just a fringe. Now, in saying all of that, I have had to be the bucket of water before. There has been a couple of uh, sex scenes where things really got out of hand and even the the cameraman he was losing his focus and the whole set was in a state of hysteria, totally just, it was like quiet hysteria and totally transfixed on me, I guess. And everyone had lost control. There was no one in control. So what I had to do, I had to get off. I had to get off there and then. I got off the forehead and stepped down. And it was only then that clarity returned uh, to the set. And, you know, we took a break. Everybody went out, had you know, a cigarette or whatever they needed to do. And then we were able to, to resume filming, but it was kind of worrying. And I did see everyone's eyes glaze over. They were totally not living in, in their own heads. Yeah. So can I ask you this question? Are you currently, and obviously I know you don't get that much time off because you're always busy and you're always in demand, but are you dating anyone at the moment? Oh God, uh, such a mortifying question. Well, do you know, it's weird being a fringe because, you know, the money, don't get me wrong, is great. So it affords you a great place to live. And you can really live the high life because it's such a specialized thing. And not everybody is blessed enough to have the kind of life that I have. And I am the type, and 
trust me when I tell you this, because I know there's a lot of people out there who say this, but I really mean it when I say it. I'm perfectly happy uh, being on my own. But actually, since you've asked and since we're going to get you know, official and announce it on social media and and things like that. I am going out with somebody and um, I'm going out um, with a pair of balls and, you know, it's only, it's recent really that guys have been getting their balls lasered, it's obviously not at the top of the list of of the things that they're comfortable with doing, but what are the chances of a fringe getting with a pair of balls? And they're not actually known for their beauty, let's put it that way, and they can be quite flaky as far as things go, you know, I mean, try making plans with a pair of balls and, you know, yeah, forget about it. But we're getting on quite well. I don't want to jinx anything, you know. Um, But I think it'll probably last quite a while. And, you know, they're just so, they're so sweet and... um, I think it might, you know, might uh, work out. Yeah, you know, oh God, I'm blushing now even talking about it, but yeah. And can I be cheeky and ask one more question about it? Where did you meet? Actually, it was on set. Um, It was a particularly really hot day and um it was I'd say it was tough scene for the actors considering it was so hot and um I just put it this way we got lumped together and we just kind of hit it off we just gelled well together and yeah So, you know, we're still seeing one another. Yeah. Fantasia, I know, you know, that your schedule is is very hectic. But what I would love to know is what do you do to relax on the odd day that you have off? I actually do quite an odd thing. I just sit down and I make up songs in my own kind of language. I make up languages and just sing them i i brought actually an example for you if you want yes i am going to play that and i listened to it beforehand and i try to figure out one thing that you're saying and nothing yes it is a completely made up language Is there a name for this particular piece I'm about to play, Fantasia? I called it Untitled One, um, which does actually make sense, but I didn't know what else to call it really. So I hope you enjoy it anyway. 
I don't know if you're allowed to give out this information, but what do you have planned for the future? I know you just finished, you just wrapped a TV series, which did really, really well. And congratulations on that one. But what is next? Are you, you know, can you give us any details? Believe it or not, there's um, an up-and-coming playwright and they're after writing a play about... Because I guess we live in a time where it's okay to have lots of hair in your head, but not so okay to have hair elsewhere. But they're after writing a play about um, somebody who has a really hairy arse, basically. And it's going to be full on the play and it's in quite an intimate space. And, you know, everybody gets everything lasered these days. And so I'm going to be glued to somebody's crack, basically, and I'm going to be on show for the whole play for a three-week run. 
and it's already sold out because it's like the circus now to see somebody with a lot of hair um, anywhere except for on their head now, you know, so that's that's really drawn a crowd. It's really becoming a, a conversation piece. And I don't want to give away the name of the play just yet, but that's that's what I'm booked for. And I'm kind of looking forward to it, although I hope there's, you know, um, I hope there's protective, um, hygienic uh, material between myself, basically, and the actor's crack. Um Aperture, you know, as they say, it'll be great crack. Okay, and the final, final, final thing that I wanted to ask. A little birdie told me that one of the major magazines that like to cover celebrity weddings, they have asked you, and obviously this is very much in advance because you've only just started going out, but they've asked you if they can cover your wedding to the balls if it if it goes ahead. Is that true? Totally true. And totally bizarre. But how could I not agree to it? Because you know, it would be really funny and I know all my friends would love to attend and they'd get a real kick out of it. Um, so who knows? I mean, it might happen. It mightn't, you know, I know that I just agreed, um, you know, just because it would be good fun. And who doesn't like a day out and being photographed wearing really lovely clothes and jewellery and makeup and the whole lot. And, you know, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. And um, I'm, you know, I can only be just complimented and honoured that they have asked so, you know what? You're invited if it actually happens ever. <gasps> oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, that would be great. 